Is there a supernatural dimension? A world beyond the one we know? Is there life after death? Do angels exist? Can our dreams contain messages from heaven? Can we tap into ancient secrets of the supernatural? Are healing miracles real? Sid Roth has spent over 35 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Hello, Sid Roth here. Welcome to my world, where it's naturally supernatural. Well, there's such a presence of God on this set. I believe it's going to go right through your television right now, as a matter of fact. Now, there is an insidious enemy that most people have. Some haven't even identified this enemy. And this enemy is called fear. It's stopping you from achieving your destiny. It is stopping you from selling out completely to the kingdom of heaven. It's stopping you from having supernatural peace. Well, my guest has had plenty of reasons to be fearful. Two, on two different occasions, doctors have said, you are going to die from the disease that you have. But my guest has conquered this enemy and has a mandate from God to teach you to conquer this enemy. He tells me that he has not experienced fear in 10 years. How would you like to be like that? <laughs> I, I was telling my guest that this, what he went through, is so amazing. There, there should be a, a, a Hollywood movie about this. Uh, you're you're going to be so shocked. He, he's a nice, all-American kid, football, swimming, good grades, and then out of the blue, something happens. He's sledding one day, and he sleds right into a car, and he's damaged physically, and he'll never be better, and his whole identity is lost. He can't be an athlete anymore, and then he starts running with the wrong crowd, and drugs, and guns, and violence, and... Fortunately, he didn't die. Many of his friends died in high school that he was running with. But as a result of what he went through, he finally snapped. He lost his ability to function as a human. So they put him into the Delaware State uh, uh, Institution for the Insane. And they decided the only thing they could do was an electronic lobotomy. That means he would be confined to being about a three-year-old for the rest of his life. But two days before the lobotomy, a courageous man shares the gospel with him. And Gary Whetstone said a prayer of salvation. He didn't understand what he was doing, but all of a sudden, after that prayer, he was in his right mind. 
So he goes to the doctor, because in two days he's going to have this lobotomy. Uh, and what happened, Gary? I end up in the doctor's office, and I'm telling him exactly what happened. Here I am. I'm telling him, I've, I've got long red hair, long beard. They've taken the hand restraints off, feet restraints. And I sit down, I say, look, my mind is sound. He said, how'd you get a sound mind? I said, Jesus came in. He said, so you're hearing the voice of God. Yeah. I said, you're yeah. hearing voices. So you tell a psychiatrist this in a mental institution. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I'm hearing the voice of God. So I, the guy pushes his nose, his glasses <laughs> down his nose, and sits back. He says, mm, he writes something down on this pad. I could tell the guy did not believe me. So I lunged over the table, and I beat that guy in the face. I mean, you know, that's what a mental patient does. So anyway, I mean, I mean, how many, how many other people act like the devil after they get born again? So anyway. <laughs> So, you know, here I am, and I, they put me back in restraints. I, I'm going back to isolation. They've shot me up again with the, the drugs they knocked me down with, and here I am, and they put me in this corridor going back to my isolation ward, which is where I, I, I mean, that's where I lived. I lived in an isolated cell. And they took the restraints off my hands and my feet, and Sid, I heard an audible voice speak to me. I'm standing in the middle of that hallway, and I hear this voice say, run. Well, I'm a mental patient, so I'm thinking, where? <laughs> if, if I... Well, everything's padlocked. Where are you going to yeah, run? Yeah, I mean, I'm in a caged area. They've got padlocks on all the walls of the doors, everything. If I go back and forth, i got about 15 feet to run. If I go back and forth this way, i got five feet. So I get this next thought, run! I hear it again, and I look over to my left, and there's a door that had several deadbolts on it, chain lock, and it was taken off and open. And I ran out of the, the state hospital that day, went into the solarium where the more trusted inmates were, you know, the mental patients. And, <laughs> and so, and I, I remember that because when the, the state police cruiser brought me in months ago, I, I remember seeing there was more, more stable people. So I, I, I run in there and I said, I'm on a run. So you hear these people going, run, 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 run. You know, I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean. So a guy throws this big, huge blue pea coat over on me and a big boat shoe, size 14, 15. And, I wear a size nine and a half. Anyway, so I'm running out of the, and I'm thinking, they're going to think I'm running from the mental hospital. I mean, Good I got point. Pro property of state hospital shirt, property of state <laughs> hospital pants, you know. So I tuck my beard in, put the overcoat on, say, hey, bub. And I, I walk straight out, and the guard lets me out of the mental hospital grounds. Hey, yeah, but, that, but then, listen to this. When he gets out, yeah. a car is heading right for him. Quickly, I, what I ran right in the middle of that road, and the car went through me. The next thing I knew, I'm on the sidewalk, and I'm thinking, what was that? And I saw this car pull over off the side of the road, so I thought, oh, man, they're going to turn me in. So I started running down the road. But many years later, what I, happened? That woman that was in that car was a psychologist in the state hospital. She was a uh, you know regular psychologist, and she saw a man with red hair, deep blue eyes, come up onto her windshield, and she thought she killed the man. But she said all of a sudden his body passed through her car. And she was shocked, got over on the side of the road, and an audible voice of God spoke to her, do not turn him in, he belongs to me. Now listen, that same God that did this for Gary loves you as much. He, well, he ran, ran, and then he came back because God told him to come back, and they tested him, and they let him out. But I'm going to tell you something. He had an encounter with overcoming fear. He has a mandate to teach you to overcome fear of everything. Don't go away. We'll be right back.
We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. 80% of prayer needs are the result of people living in fear. Now Gary Whetstone wants to help you overcome fear that keeps you from walking in the supernatural power of God. Call now and get Gary Whetstone's anointed book and four-part audio CD teaching, Make Fear Bow. Yours for a donation of $45. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9179. Through this book and four-part audio CD teaching, you will understand how fear can keep you from realizing God's destiny and purpose for your life. Gain control of your heart and mind to not entertain fear. Be set free from guilt, shame, and past failures. Begin to walk in supernatural faith that yields supernatural confidence and peace. Overcome fear and receive your healing, deliverance, supernatural provision, and every blessing God has for you. If you don't know how to bring fear down under your feet and break it, then you will live a life crippled by your history, by appearance, and by circumstance. Receive an impartation of God's supernatural love that will give you power to make fear bow to God's destiny and purpose for your life. Don't miss out on getting Gary Whetstone's anointed book and four-part audio CD teaching, Make Fear Bow. Yours for a donation of $45. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9179. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9179 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. We now return to It's Supernatural. Hello, Sid Roth here with Dr. Gary Whetstone, and uh, we found out that he had an amazing journey to know the Messiah. So he, he gets married, and everything is fine, but you see, he had an encounter he knew that God was real, but he was not discipled. And at a party one day, he takes one joint, and all that craziness comes back to him. That's right. And your wife couldn't handle it, and so she's going to divorce him. And at the day of the divorce, what did you say to the judge? I'm standing before the judge, and he says, do you have anything to say about your divorce? I said, yes. He, he says, we raise your right hand and put your hand on the Bible. I said, no, I want to read it. He said, we don't do that in this courtroom. I said, no, I'm going to read it. Because the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, if she departs, let her remain unmarried or be reconciled to her husband. And I said, I want her on the court record today. I'm only going to permit her to be remarried to me. Well, I wonder what that judge thought of that. But, and then, worse than that, after the divorce is granted, he asked, talk about chutzpah, that's a Hebrew word, it means nerve. He asked his wife for a date after the divorce. So he prays and he fasts and he gets discipled. And although your wife must have been very fearful of going back to you as crazy as you were. She had such tremendous fear. As a matter of fact, she knew that if she came back to me, she had to trust God completely to restore everything in her life and her fellowship with God and me, that God would take us on a new journey, that our marriage would not be for ourselves, but it would be for the kingdom of God, for the person of Christ, and that the people that have been gripped by fear, by tragedy and trauma in life, we would give our lives to see their lives delivered. But God gave her grace to come through that. As I fasted and prayed, I saw a miracle of God. She became born again, spirit-filled. When she trusted to remarry me, it was like stepping over a cliff. She said the fear was overwhelming. 
and God gave me answers to fear and conquering it in people's lives, whether it was tragedy, trauma, torment, confusion. It doesn't matter where it came from, from natural st st stimulus in life, from prognosis of a doctor, somebody saying you're insane. I mean, here I am pastoring a church two and a half miles from the mental hospital that I was in. Mm. I haven't gone very far in life, just down there <laughs> two and a half miles. You know, so. but, but you know what interests me the most? is this mandate you received. Uh, you, were, you were at a meeting, you got some 2,000 prayer requests, yes. and you found a common theme in these prayer requests. I'm holding a meeting in Earl's Court, which is a huge coliseum in London, on prayer. And I asked our church, and I got 2,000 prayer requests, and I take with me, and I, as I'm studying these, I see that 70% of all the causes are rooted in fear hmm. of what people needed prayer for. And I, I began step by step. The Spirit of God began to lead me, Said, I saw how fear had crippled, demeaned people. I watched the, the reality of it in these prayer requests. That whole week of prayer that I led in Earl's Court was a breakthrough of fear, a breaking fear. Torment and confusion has been over people's minds. You studied every scripture on fear. Everyone. And, uh, it, it, but... Tell me something. Was this just a good, important thing to do, or how much no. was God in Sid, this project? Sid, God gave me a mandate to go step by step, see every person's life that encountered fear. Gideon was a man of great fear, but God called him a great man of valor. And, but it was the fear of being the poorest in the house of Manasseh. It was the fear of how could God do the miracles when I've never seen it? And yet the fear of stepping over to the supernatural realm God gave me insight and access on how to deliver people from that fear to access the supernatural power of God. That give, give me that acronym that God gave you about fear. F, false, E, evidence, A, appearing, R, real. Say it in a sentence. False, evidence, appearing, real. That is so simple and yet so profound. What does that mean to you? That means to me that people trust in the natural world. It speaks to them one event, but God has an entire other event planned as long as that fear does not dictate to them. Sometimes it's a doctor's diagnosis. Sometimes it's a prognosis of a situation that they can't see any other way out. It could be a bill they deal with. It could be a financial catastrophe about to occur. And the fear, it could be some failure they've had in their past that, is, that they feel they might be going back to that's speaking to them. And God's given us clear and decisive instruction on how to set them free from every cause. Now, you told me over the last 10 years, you have not had fear. You really Sid, mean that? Sid, I have not had fear. Aren't you afraid of sickness? I, Aren't you afraid of death? You know, I was in Nigeria about two and a half years ago, coming up a hill, and I stopped breathing. I, I couldn't breathe anymore. So I flew back home, and the doctor comes, and he is a pulmonologist, and he says, Gary, you have lung cancer. You have three months to live, at best. My wife is on a, a trip overseas as well for several months, so I can't tell anybody. And I said to the doctor, I said, you're not, that's not true. He said, what do you mean it's not true? He said, I've been a practicing, a practicing pulmonologist for 20-some years. I said, it is not true. I saw my death, and I do not die from lung cancer. Yeah, he had a vision of how he was going to die. But I have, you don't need a vision. All you need is the Word of God. That's God right. says you shall live and not die and That's proclaim right. the works of the Lord. That's for you. I'll tell you what, when I come back,
I want, I want Gary to tell me, uh, now, how many tumors did you have inside of you? 80. Did you hear that? 80 tumors. He's in a foreign country. He has three months to live. Oi vey. We'll be right back. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. Our world is rife with comparisons about what separates us. Day after day, we go about our lives with tunnel vision. But Scripture tells us how Messiah broke down the wall between Jew and Gentile, allowing for the creation of one new man, one new humanity. This spiritual completeness is set to usher in the greatest move toward God the world has ever known. Sid Roth has discovered Scripture's key to reaching the Jewish people with God's love. One New Humanity opens the door for God to move in signs and wonders, and all will see the evidence of the invisible God promised in Scripture. At SidRoth.org, you'll find mentoring tools to empower you to share how One New Humanity is critical to bringing multitudes to know God. You'll understand Israel and the Jewish roots of the church, and how all the nations of the earth will experience blessings unseen in human history. Log on to SidRoth.org today and learn how one new man is the key to unlocking God's greatest blessings. Many viewers report testimonies of miracles, signs and wonders, and healings as a result of watching It's Supernatural. I'm 14 years old. This morning, I watched It's Supernatural about angels and warmth poured on me. It made me cry. God healed me of stage four inoperable cancer. It is a real blessing to have It's Supernatural to watch each week. If you've been touched through watching It's Supernatural, share your testimony at SidRoth.org forward slash praise. We now return to It's Supernatural. How would you like to be in a foreign country and have a doctor say you've got 80 tumors and you have about three months to live? Uh, good opportunity to be fearful. What happened to you, Gary? Sid, God gave me such a conviction in my spirit that it was not cancer and it turned out it wasn't. I'm the only white person alive that they have diagnosed this disease with anywhere that they know of in the East Coast. And now they found that the last time they did an MRI on my lungs, it's down to two the size of a pinpoint. No chemotherapy, nothing whatsoever. God just moved miraculously in a supernatural way. But the real that God has done that is so critical in this is that when there is a voice of fear, it can be a diagnosis for many in these countries that you reach into. It can be a juju. It can be someone who's bringing curse of decrees of death upon a person. It can be the fear of treading into areas of reaching their family's history that has created such a, a torment you, in their you life. You find out heart trouble runs in a family. A doctor that's right. Says, oh, as, uh, tell me, tell me what was wrong with your father. Yeah. And that's shorthand for saying, I You're put this die. curse on right. you. Exactly. <laughs> and these curses are so real because we adopt them, we accept them as standards, as reality, false evidence appearing real. Mm. So, and we need to know the difference that the greater one lives on the inside of us, that the love of God that has penetrated our hearts is more supernatural than any voice that speaks against us. As a father, I would never put a disease on my child. As a father, I would never see my child go in want. As a father, I'd never see my child go into a car crash, into some disease or some prolific situation that destroys their life. And that's how God's love is in us. It is the power of God to rise up and conquer fear because perfect love casts out all fear. 
But you must understand that fear is a voice that wants to paralyze us from the purpose and plan of God in our life. If we are stopped by fear at any juncture, we are not able to take the next steps. God has given me the keys to break the bands of the fears that cripple the minds of men. Would you, would you teach on one or two of these keys right now, would you do that? One of them is simply the presence of natural information as you see it and the voice that you hear because there's a spirit behind that natural information. And God's given us power. It says in Romans chapter 8, God never gave us a spirit of bondage again to fear, but one that cries out, Abba, Father, Daddy, God, that we are not limited. So there's a spirit that induces fear. Number one. Well, you know, I'm reminded of the scripture. It says God has not given us the spirit, you see the word, of fear. It actually is a spirit. We think it's ourself. We think it's everything but what it is. It's a spirit. It's an enemy. And it must be conquered. And it's conquered by the indwelling nature of Christ within us, the action on his name, the name Jesus, Yeshua, and the power of the spirit that God has given to us. Then there is fear that comes by trusting the natural flesh. I'm not capable of overcoming this. I'm not able, of deal, able to deal with this. And the fear that comes by trusting in our intellect, in our natural ability, but we're not natural, Sid. We are supernatural children of God, endowed by him with the power of the resurrection life of Almighty God. I, I have to tell you, can I, can I tell you a confession? Go ahead. I'm All right, I'll tell you a confession, too, and I'll tell you a confession, too. I don't have the ability that you see me demonstrating every week. I don't. And I learned a long time ago that I never will. But if I lean on God, he always helps me out. Absolutely. So I, I, could, I could be fearful knowing that I'm, I'm kind of limited in my abilities. I really am. But I'm unlimited Absolutely. in him. Absolutely. Sid, you are super Unlimited. Natural. You are unlimited in him. You are unlimited in him. The power of God is so overwhelming in every believer if they just access and become aware, acknowledge the life, nature, Christ that is within. God has given us life post-mortem. Think about it. We began after death. We don't begin with this life. We begin after death, having conquered hell, death, and the grave, and we are more than conquerors through him who loves us. So there is nothing in this earth. There's nothing from hell. There's nothing from man or disease that has the power to stop a child of God. We are supernaturally endowed by God. Gary, you have seen with your own natural eyes so many miracles. Uh, tell me of one about eyes that you see. I've watched God. We had a crusade over in Zaire, which is now the Democratic Republic of Congo. And we lined up 60, 70 people that had milky gobs in their eyes, no eyeballs at all. We were on national television on the presidential steps. And the Spirit of God spoke to me to have them video all the eyes before God moved. And then we prayed for God to just demonstrate the power to create eyeballs. And God put new eyes in every one of those people. We had such a flood of tens of thousands of people across the land coming to Christ. It was such an overwhelming. They brought the military out to try to stop the hordes of people from coming to the steps of the palace of the president. <laughs> now, let me ask you this. Uh, money. That's a big hot potato with a lot of people today. Money can't stop uh, you anybody. wanted, uh, you had to raise four and a half million dollars. 
uh, there was no way you could raise this. And then you started teaching the members of your congregation how to prosper. What happened? God spoke to me to invite 20 families to our living room. One of the people that came to our living room, I helped bail out of jail from prostitution. Another one, we were helping pay their electric bill because they couldn't pay their electric bill. Another one, we were helping them pay their rent because they couldn't pay their rent. There wasn't one person in those 20 families that had the capacity of giving anything. But the Spirit of God spoke to me to tell them that God was putting into their hands, each one of them, over $20,000 to donate and they were to stand up in front of the church the next day and tell the entire congregation they're giving up to a half a million dollars and they want the church to match it with them. And we are talking people that had no money. And within 30 days, the first amount came in. Within the next 30 days, the entire million dollars came in. We had people that never saw money flood into their lives. One family gave over $80,000. That was the one we helped pay the electric bill. Within the first 60 days, the Spirit of God flooded that place and just poured out such wealth, it was overwhelming, Sid. Just to see one thought from God cripple the voice of the bank saying, unless you have this money, we're taking that property. Well, we're coming into some pretty rough times on planet Earth, if you haven't noticed. But these are going to be the best times. Look, God doesn't want to make you a millionaire just to make you a millionaire. You have a greater, you have a higher purpose. You have a higher destiny. You, you just think that God's a good sh a sugar daddy that's going to just uh, make things wonderful for you. The perp you have a purpose much greater than all the money in the world. You have a destiny. You have a fingerprint unlike anyone that has ever existed before or after you. And no one can do what you can do. And so why are you frittering away your life uh, just on, on nothing when you could have everything. Everything is knowing that Jesus died for your sins, knowing that you are righteous because Jesus lives inside of you, hearing God's voice and fulfilling your destiny. There is no close second. So come to your senses. Your mother didn't raise a dummy. Make Jesus your Lord. Make Jesus your Lord. Eighty percent of prayer needs are the result of people living in fear. Now Gary Whetstone wants to help you overcome fear that keeps you from walking in the supernatural power of God. Call now and get Gary Whetstone's anointed book and four-part audio CD teaching, Make Fear Bow. Yours for a donation of $45. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9179. Through this book and four-part audio CD teaching, you will understand how fear can keep you from realizing God's destiny and purpose for your life. Gain control of your heart and mind to not entertain fear. Be set free from guilt, shame, and past failures. Begin to walk in supernatural faith that yields supernatural confidence and peace. Overcome fear and receive your healing, deliverance, supernatural provision, and every blessing God has for you. If you don't know how to bring fear down under your feet and break it, then you will live a life crippled by your history, by appearance, and by circumstance. Receive an impartation of God's supernatural love that will give you power to make fear bow to God's destiny and purpose for your life. Don't miss out on getting Gary Whetstone's anointed book and four-part audio CD teaching, Make Fear Bow, yours for a donation of $45. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9179. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify 
specify offer number 9179 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Next week on It's Supernatural, my guest says when you are infused with this supernatural hope, it doesn't matter what the doctor told you. It doesn't matter what your finances are. You have got supernatural hope in every circumstance of life. I can't wait to hear these frequencies. How about you? 